The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Maxwell's 3-1 is grounded to Brito. Backhands, throws across with Callum Sooners. Game over. The Sooners rally for as unlikely of a win as they've had in this winning streak, which is now 56 straight games. The final score, Oklahoma 4, Washington 3. Todd off to Verholz, right of the circle for a 3. It's gone. Peyton Verholz with her fifth 3. And the buzzer will sound, and Oklahoma ends a five-game losing streak at Hilton Coliseum with a emphatic victory today over Iowa State. Sooners win it 86-72. to They remain alone in first place in the Big 12 standings. Drives pass right, got into the paint, skip out Soares, corner, Darthard, three-pointer in the air, short, and wins! Front iron and crawled in! Garrison's got it, but you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the bar. The Sooners take Bedlam round one. Final score tonight in Norman, Oklahoma 66 and Oklahoma State 62. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown. Kansas City. McCall Hardman. McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side. A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime. Kansas City wins the game, 25-22, and the Chiefs' kingdom has started its own history class. Just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. Hour 2, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. I got the annual, well, it's become annual, photo from uh, Andrew Shepard. Smoking the victory cigar after the win last night, uh, TJ. I woke up to that this morning. He does know he doesn't play, right? I'm not sure. I think the cigars are sure reserved for players. Not sure he knows that or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chiefs win. Uh, you want to you go Super Bowl or Bedlam here, TJ? Um, I'm good either way. Um, mm. Probably locally, they a lot of people probably want to hear about Bedlam. It I mean, is Bedlam. Right. Today's show, by the way, brought to you by Redbud Floral. Uh, we got a virtual remote today, TJ, at Redbud Floral. They've been in years for twenty uh, they've been in years for twenty-five business, TJ. That's how good they are. They've also been in business for twenty-five years. Locally owned. This isn't some national corporate thing. This is local. That's right. Redbud. Um Valentine's is Wednesday. Are you ready? I'm ready. Well, there's some things I still have to pick up, like perhaps some flowers from Ribba. But um, I, uh, she might be listening. But I won't give away what it is. I will honestly admit, my Valentine's present is the first time I've ever done something like this in my life. 
not the gift itself, but how I purchased it. Something I was influenced like by a celebrity really? on a Instagram? social media post on Instagram. Yes. Really? And I clicked on it, and I said, I think I'm ordering that for Valentine's, and I did. The only time I, I can ever remember doing that in my life. I can't wait to see what it is. Although, I don't know. Maybe you can't tell us what it is. I don't know what exactly what it is. Uh, after the uh, day, we'll yeah, sure. Thursday, Thursday Friday, yeah, I can tell you what it is. It's nothing, nothing well, scandalous. Doing, well, I don't know. There's things on there that you probably shouldn't talk about sometimes on that old Instagram teach, so we'll find out what it is. <laughs> right. They'll deliver Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. You can pick up any day until 6, right there on Flood in Norman. Call them, 405-292-0758, or go to redbudfloralok.com. We're talking about the, you know, the Valentine's bouquets that uh, are traditional, but also I like the idea of the plants. They've got a large selection of green plants, blooming plants, tropical plants, if you'd rather go that way. TJ says those never die. Well, not if you um, care for them correctly. I mean, eventually, yeah, but they'll correctly. last forever, you know. They'll last long. Yeah, they'll last time. long time. Yeah. So uh, check them out. Red Bud Floral. All right, Bedlam, 66-62 Sooners, Saturday night in Norman. TJ, you watched it from the comfort of your couch. What should we think about this game? Um, I think this. Um, I've gotten on to them for slow starts over the last few games. Like offensively, it's kind of taken them a little while to get going. But I think I've been too hard on them because you look around, and I think that's just the Big 12. Like I think every team beats each other up to the point that if you get to 30, 35 points by halftime, you're doing pretty good. I think Texas had a really nice first half and kind of really just kind of opened that game up against uh, West Virginia Virginia. on Saturday. But other than that, uh, very similar uh, as I was watching games and stuff. I'm like, I think it's just a grind in this conference, and I'm being too hard on Oklahoma with their slow starts. But um, we've mentioned the the technicals and how that kind of – it just made the start of the second half just really weird and bogged it down. And really, to be honest, I think kept Oklahoma State in it a little bit longer than they probably would have been in the game had they not uh, been gifted uh, all the technical fouls that Oklahoma was being assessed. But um, a grinder of a game in a rivalry game that Oklahoma comes out on top. So you're feeling good, pretty good about yourself. And um, Jalen Moore... Thought had a nice game. I thought the bench did a really good job with the uh, contributions that they got from Darthard and Sores and Hughley and even uh, Northweather. Northweather had to come in and with the foul situation and um, obviously Sam Godwin fouling out and uh, getting that fifth foul from the bench. Uh, he had to play a key role, and I thought he did a nice job, hit the one big three. Um, Javion McCollum, you know, Again, another difficult game for him. I was hoping that he had kind of broke out from the game before, but another rough shooting night for him. But you get the job done without him being a huge contributing factor. So take it and go. Yeah. I mean, defensively, they were great. You held them to 30%. Yeah. It was, I mean, really, it was the free throws that kept them in the game. Like I said, and some of those technicals there in that stretch in the second half that really kept the game closer than probably what it would have been. Uh, I'll start by giving OSU credit. Javon Small was great in the second half. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite them not having a very good shooting night, they had a really they they had a chance to win that game. They they 
They played hard and and were in it. Obviously, they led most of the second half and and were right there. And for a team that has struggled as much as they have, they don't have Bryce Thompson to go on the road and have a chance. Credit them. They're playing better ball. They won two of their last four coming into that and. Uh, they out-rebounded OU. They got on the glass, the offensive boards. So give them credit. Yes. I'm I more concerned about that game in Stillwater after watching them and seeing them play that sure. way and play the way they have over the last three or four games than I was you know, two weeks ago. OU's defense was fantastic. That mm-hmm. is a good sign. That's now three of the last four games, I would say that. Kansas State, BYU, and OSU, all three of those games, OU played elite defense. Um, if you go back, I mean, you could pick out any possession, but you go back and pick out the last OSU possession. Uh, there is, I don't know, 40 seconds left or so. It's a three-point game or, I don't know, I got my, my, I have my facts mixed up there. But they they get a switch, OSU does where Darthard is defending Garrison in the post. And that's a, you know, Garrison 6'11", Darthard 6'5", 6'6", maybe, but probably not. So a six-inch height advantage. And they're trying to get it to Garrison. They recognize the mismatch, and they're trying to get it to Garrison. And Darthard is working his absolute tail off to prevent the entry pass, and he does. And so the ball ends up in Small's hands, and he's going to take the shot because the shot clock's winding down. And he gets switched off onto Yuzan, and Los will not let him drive by. And he ends up kind of pushing off to get a step-back jumper up and missed it. It was, And that was copy and paste that all night long. They held him to 30% shooting. They held him to 3 of 18 from 3. They were great defensively. You are absolutely right. It was the free throw line that kept OSU in this game. And for a wide portion of that second half, it was like, I mean, at one point it was like they had shot 24 and OU had shot seven, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. And OU wasn't making their seven. And then that it it closed the gap because the Cowboys fouled late and it ended up being uh, Cowboys shot 28 free throws, OU 24, which is not a wide gap. But for, for a while it was. And and that is what kind of kept him out in front. And some of the blame there goes to the Sooners. Again, I don't know I don't know what was said. I don't know if the technical fouls were deserved or not. I, I assume they were, other than the Sam Godwin one. That one was ridiculous. But definitely the John Hughley flagrant was deserved. Uh and the other two, you just gotta I mean, in this day and age, I guess just don't ever celebrate anything, Teach. Just don't in a in a rivalry game full of emotion, full of 12,000 people in the stands, a game that's been played now 240-some times, pumping with emotion. for what If you catch an alley-oop dunk, modestly tiptoe back to the other end. Yeah. Don't you dare at all celebrate anything or else you're going to get a technical foul. It's just silly. It's just silly. It's Stupid. Silly, silly to the point that when Jalen first got called for it, they said, oh, he must have hung on the rim. I go, I don't think he even touched the rim. I think he just threw it down. I don't – like he's had those where he's hung on the rim and kind of pulled himself up 
And he's been called for that, I think, one other time. But I was like, I don't. And then they went back to the replay, and I'm like, no, like that was he must have said something, or they just didn't like the way he celebrated. Like, like he wasn't even close to hanging on the rim. But that's what they had originally thought. Uh, on the broadcast when they when it got called, yeah, we've and got I'm a like, few of those this year. Right, the, the yeah. Arkansas game jumps out where uh, I think it was Tega had a big play. Arkansas kinds calls a timeout. Tega turns and kind of uh, roars at Rivaldo Sores. Yes. but it but it was in the direction of the Arkansas bench, and they're like, "Yeah, it's in the direction of the Arkansas bench." T on you, and he's like, "I wouldn't even look. I wouldn't talk into the Arkansas." That's just they're legislating that, the fun out of basketball. That they are because if, if it's not. I can understand if it's been a chippy game where you've had sure. to break some stuff up and everything, but if it's just in the flow of the game, let let those guys celebrate a big play like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. relax. And and if Tega, you know, he thought he got fouled and he said to the ref, he fouled me or called a foul or something like that, have thicker skin. That happens all the time. If he cursed at him, that's another thing. Maybe you deserved it. I don't know. In the NBA, but Luca says it every time he touches every the ball. Sh- every time. <laughs> He fouled me. Yeah, have thicker skin if you're a ref. If that's what. Anyway, forget it. They get control. They got to get control of themselves. And we're gonna hear what Porter had to say here in a bit. And I thought he did a good job of kind of calling everybody together and taking a deep breath and saying, "We got to go win this game, despite what's you know the adversity we're facing right now." And they did. And the BYU win falls in the pretty category, right? 82-66, they pulled away. They posted a 16-point win over a net one or quad one team. That one was pretty. This one wasn't pretty. But you could not afford to lose that game. No, absolutely not. It would have been a quad three loss. You could not afford. OU dropped in the net just by winning this game, like three or four spots, because of where OSU is in the quad rankings the net rankings if you lose it it would have been an anchor they could not lose this game and it wasn't pretty but they found a way and really they found a way in the last four minutes which has become a little bit of a staple of this team they haven't played a lot of close games but they're three and one now in close games the five points or less and there have been occasions this year where it's been tight with four minutes to go and they've pulled away to win by more than five they've been pretty good this year in the last segment of basketball games Mm -hmm. executing getting stops the free throw line was a struggle the other night but they hit them when they had too late javian went up and got four for four to put the game away tega went one for two at the end but he got the one he needed to ice it and um and they got the win I was thinking uh, in our conversation with Porter on Friday that it would have been funny if it all would have played out the way we had talked about with the anniversary of Billy grabbing the mic because yeah. you, you had the free there throw was a discrepancy, moment. you have had the text flying out, the fans were chanting, the, the refs you suck or whatever it was they were chanting. I was like, here's a, a Porter's opportunity. Go grab the mic and have a Billy Tubbs moment. Yeah. Hey, kudos to the fans because they were all armed with red solo cups. Right. <laughs> it would have been real easy for there to start it start raining down red solo cups, uh, especially you know, in the student section. I don't know how far you can throw an empty solo cup, Teach, but anyway, we'll hear from Porter coming up at the bottom of the hour. Sooners now six and five 
in the Big 12. We'll let you know what else happened in the league as well. Toby and TJ with you. Today's show brought to you by Red Bud Floral. Red Bud Floral. Valentine's coming up on Wednesday. Don't forget, call them 405-292-0758 or go to redbudfloralok.com. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They also bring clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma with no cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication is provided for free and patients are compensated for their time. Several area locations, including coming soon to Ardmore, HightowerClinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, let's see here. Loading, loading, loading. You got this. Mm, I do. Maybe not. The computer does it. Oh, wow. For 20 years, I really thought it was called the Macaroni Award. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the Marconi Ours Awards. was. We're yeah. Macaroni Award winners now. We are so, indeed. Yeah. I know exactly where my trophy is. It's in the garage. Uh, it's going to be brought into the office once the smell <laughs> dies down. <laughs> so that is funny because I got home Friday. I set mine uh, just outside the entryway of the garage and uh, came and put it in the house uh, <laughs> Saturday evening. <laughs> it's like, all right, it's good now. Uh, I can let it back into the house. Uh, Bo from Tomball says, good morning, A1 and Turkey Bacon. This weekend we bought our first air fryer. Now I know what generational wealth feels like. When nice. we've got when we got six like TJ, I will really have it made in life. I don't have nice. six. Three? I've got Four? three all together. Three. Congratulations on your air fryer. Congratulations on your newfound wealth. I was thinking about you yesterday. Uh, I'm going to go over the Super Bowl menu coming up, but I did have to open a couple of cans of corn yesterday. Ooh. And uh, so I was using the, you know, the hand crank can opener like yeah. most Americans have. And I was like, boy, I bet TJ is like, I bet it must be nice to be able to afford an electric can opener. Yes, my $9 electric can opener that you right. can get at a dollar store is, is something. Although I was looking through our uh, one of our drawers in the kitchen uh may have been yesterday sometime this weekend and i said huh look at that we got a crank uh hand can opener i didn't even know we it had it's becoming clearer though how you're acquiring this wealth hmm. if i've acquired wealth i would like to let uh well, for you to let me know where that wealth is well so, i mean not yeah. not being willing to buy tickets to ou games is one way to <laughs> no, acquire wealth. no i was not willing to pay 90 dollars a ticket on Saturday. i was thinking right. skip got me free tickets to the reds uh, George got me free tickets to the Rockies. Joe yeah. Simpson got me free tickets to the Braves. I've asked for lots Look of free you. tickets Look through the year. Um, every bowling center has different oil patterns that cause different balls to react differently. Yeah, that's what they've said, but I don't even know what that sentence means. <laughs> Do you? No, I don't know either. Although all I know I is... I believe you. I, I'm guessing the oil uh, is what I was complaining about at our ref bowling party when i said these lanes are really slick this year i'd love to like just listen into the conversation that professional bowlers have with each other like when they arrive at a lane when they're discussing the lanes when they first get there like what is that what is that inside bowling conversation 
these lanes, uh, they got a, they got the Y-shaped. Uh, it appears to me that they got the Y-shaped oil pattern on this one. But that one over there has got the X-shaped pattern. <laughs> this one's a fade over here, and this one, I don't, you know, I don't know. Do they intentionally put down different oil patterns, or does I'm it just happen? So. That I'm way? guessing that's like a golf course when you, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's the same uh, idea there behind it. So yeah, although you don't. I guess, you know, you have turf fields and you have grass fields and baseball and stuff, but it's not like they're out there like, let's cut this differently so the ball right. reacts differently for the visiting team off of the bat. <laughs> let's, put, let's put a hole two-thirds of the way down the lane and they got to work around that. Right. <laughs> Frat bro Mark says, can we file a protest on Gary Maxwell so we don't get him again? I've seen this before with him. I'm not a fan. My son was chanting SEC. <laughs> Slim Brady says, "How about them Chiefs? How about them Chiefs? I'm so happy I'm for sure you and all the Chiefs the last fans seven out years. there. All the Chiefs fans that are also Kansas fans that have done nothing but win titles your whole life. I'm so happy for all of you." Uh, T. Row, when you see officials make calls like that, like they did on Saturday night on our home court, that makes one think that the fix is in by the Big Twelve refs. Well, think think whatever you want. I, I'm not willing to go there. I would say that um, over the last two two plus years since we've known this move was taking place, in kind of regardless of the sport, it's been fishy at times. But maybe that's just the way it is. I don't know. We got. I do know we got four technical fouls on our home floor the other night. I do know that. That's that's rare, but maybe we deserved them all. I don't know. I didn't get one. I saw some people uh, uh, worried I was going to get one because the refs were over there looking at uh, the monitor, you know, and I was right there next to them. They were, they were worried I was going to say something I shouldn't and get one, but I was good. I was I was appropriate. Held back, held back. Isn't King McClure the worst color analyst in, on ESPN Plus? Well, you tell me, TJ. You watch the game from the comfort of your um, home. I would say there's times when I'm like, he's not very good. Then there's times when I find him entertaining in a, it may be in a bad way that I kind of laugh at him. Um, he's very emotional sometimes when he calls games. Um I don't know if I'm willing to say he's the worst they've got. But I can understand why he would drive some people crazy. I feel like King and Mark Neely have called more OU games this it's year than Lee and Kevin Henry have. No, it's a, it, it is a lot. They've, they've been a lot involved with a lot of games for Oklahoma. That's why I laugh at him sometimes when he says certain things. And I'm like, you were just at the last five games. Like, he'll say something, and I'm like, that's not true at all. Or you haven't watched very many OU games. And then I'm like, he's called the last five. Like, he knows this. So, hmm. yeah, he, he's forgetful, I think. Or, or I think he crosses teams up sometimes. Like, thinking uh, one team's been guilty of something that it was really somebody else that he's called a game for. Right. So... Uh, some of these refs are absolute divas, says Camo Sooner. Just get a little thicker skin, that's all. And the whole, the, 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 obviously there has been a point of emphasis on the celebration thing this year. Which, okay, 
if if it's a point of emphasis that you're executing that you've been told to execute, that's one thing. I would just say let's be careful in college basketball. It's one thing to I get it. Like you don't want to just like in the NBA or any other sport, if you're taunting in the face of an opponent, that's over the line. In any sport, TJ, in football, that's a flag. In the NBA, it's a technical foul. Uh, you can't do that. You can't do something and then get in the face of an opponent and taunt them about it. But if you're generally rejoicing after something happens and your body happens to be facing in the direction of an OSU fan in Section 12, it shouldn't be a technical foul. Calm down with that. Let's don't legislate the joy and the fun and the entertainment aspect of college basketball out of it. I'm not just talking about OU, everybody. It's happened to opponents this year where they've made a big play, they've celebrated, you know, there happened to be a player 40 feet in the other direction behind something, and they got a technical for it. Stupid. It's stu- you're, you're hurting the sport with that. It, you can tell, TJ, if I'm taunting someone or if my body happens to be facing in the direction of something. And, and There's I, a difference. I'm just reacting out of excitement and out of excitement yeah. for... I dunk the, the ball. The crowd reacting towards the crowd as they erupt too. Yeah. yeah. I dunk the ball. I landed this direction after the dunk, and I roared. Oh man, should have landed the other direction because in that direction is the OSU bench, and you were obviously taunting the OSU bench. Maybe he was. Maybe he said something to the bench. I don't know. This uh, this text just says, "Morning, guys. I love you." I love, love you, love you too, too, Mom. No, love you Thank too. You. Uh, let's see here. Toby, I love when you say BAM for most of the three-point shots. How would you feel about saying Boomer instead? Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Not very good, huh? I don't think so. How would you feel if I said Boomer? Uh, Darth three. Boomer! Nah, BAM works. Yeah, I like BAM. Hmm. I'll workshop it, but it feels corny to me. <laughs> but I do say a lot of corny things, so why would I rule that out, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, last one this segment, I'll give you baseball, Ross, is the countdown to Sooner Baseball season. Four days to the Friday start for Sooner Baseball in the World Champs Stadium. On the uh, for the Sooners on the way to Omaha. Exciting about the depth in the pitching staff. Let's come out of Arlington with a three and O start. Baseball Ross three and O would be amazing. I'll take two and one as well. The quality of opponent is uh, fantastic down there. You going down to Arlington this weekend, TJ, to check out the Sooners in the season openers? I will be here, making sure that you ah. are sounding great okay. over the air, helping produce Fair games. Enough. Yeah. Helping, so you're going to be on the board for all those games. Um, uh, maybe here for some portion of all of them. I don't know that I'll be okay, on the board fine. for all of them. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Porter Moser's post game thoughts next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405 735 5510. 
Coach, congratulations. Uh, final four minutes is when you got it done here you tonight. You know what? I was just telling our guys that that's the key to is finding ways to win. It was not uh, – we, we, I mean, a lot of things we, we, we needed to do better. Um, there was a lot of circumstances, to say the least, of adversity that we had to overcome. Um, the way, I, I don't know if I've ever seen, been a part of a first five minutes of second half, and I don't want to say much more because I, 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 I got – kids in college and I want to pay fines but like um it's just uh I, I've never spent through anything like that and um what'd you tell your team when you were going through that because I could tell yeah you were trying I huddled to them up focus I huddled them up and I said you know what this is life this is going to be a story of us overcoming adversity mm. overcoming adversity because they were almost in bonus by the end of the first uh media and that's what Oklahoma State does they draw files I mean look at the the, the difference in the first half you know and this is where we we got to be start you know smarter but like they fouled. We got a technical after a lob dunk. I call a timeout. We get a lot. I was really upset at, at Jalen Moore. He looked at the other thing. We've told him this. This it's it's it is what it is. They're not even letting these kids. He looked at the other bench. I go, Jalen. I've told you, don't even look at the other bench. Don't even look at it. And he got a technical. So that's two points right there. We fouled a three pointer. That's five. And then John came out and just two hand ahead. He got him ahead. That's seven. That's seven points right there. That we you know. Um, and uh, just on free throws, they had they had they had really had a lot of free throws at half, ten for eleven. Um, but I told the guys that you know this is going to be a story of us overcoming. You know we have adversity right now. This is going to be a story. Just keep believing and and finding ways to win. Second half, Javon Small gets going for them. Down the stretch, though, you were able to limit him. Did you change or do anything different defensively? Well, we went to switching one through five. You know, we with, with it, it just. You can't plan for Sam Godwin falling out on a technical. Mm-hmm. You just can't plan. So we're sitting there, and then Luke Norweather gave us some really solid minutes. Yeah. And then they were going small. They were putting Daly in, and then uh, so we were going. We went small, and then we did some switching one through five, and that's what kind of you know down the stretch um, uh, that we were doing. You would love to play a beautiful game and win by thirty, but what's the value of a game like tonight where you got it? you got to just gut it out and find a way. I just told you guys, I've been through this before. When you find ways to win games like that, it's special. It's special. you got to believe that you're just going to win now. Like, no matter what, you're going to find a way to win. And that's the, now that we're sitting, I told I go, I can say that now that we're sitting here with a win. <laughs> but, like, I think that, uh, you know, when you get into February and these closed games and you find ways, a way to win a game when you're not at your best, you know, we left a lot of free throws on the floor. We gave them a lot of free throws. Um, but there's a lot of winning plays. Like, how about getting a stop at the end of the half, Waldo getting the rebound, escape dribble, fired up to Trey, and hit a three? Yeah. Like, that's a winning winning play, you know, at the, at the end of a half. We've had two halves in a row that we made key plays at the end of the half, scoring right there, the BYU one as well. I want to circle back and highlight a guy, and, and then we'll let you go. You, you mentioned Luke Northweather. I, w- I played the bench when I was a basketball player. It is easy to say, hey, you guys stay ready, you never know. That's a hard thing to do. He hadn't scored a point since the Cincinnati game. And tonight got put in in the middle of Bedlam. He hits a three. He hit two big free throws for you when you couldn't make a free throw in the second. And he, he reversed it when the guy stunted at him. You know, they started stunting. And he reversed it really quick to Waldo, and Waldo went in and scored. He got three assists. Mm-hmm. Luke did. So, I mean, he was part, in a 10-minute stretch, he was part of three assists and got five points. And I thought, I thought he was, um, you know. And here's the other thing. He drew three fouls. He drew three fouls. I mean, so that was really valuable 10 minutes that Luke yeah. Norweather played.
Way to go, Coach. Congratulations. Uh, thank you, guys. Hey, I just can't say enough. Thank you, Sooner Nation. You guys made the LNC what we visioned it to be. So thank you. I don't know if fans can see it, the, the pullovers you guys got tonight. Cool, too. You got the TK patch and the military yeah, and everything. Yeah, Very we, cool. He's, he was so... You know, the military meant so much to him. Yeah. No one did more for it in terms of entertainment. Um, as and, patriotic as they come. And, and that's why we, uh, we we went back to our military appreciation on Toby Keith night. Love it. Thanks, right. Coach. Way See to go. You. That was very cool. I don't know if they showed them on TV. They had the yeah, they the were green sweet. military camo mm-hmm. yeah. pullovers. They were nice, nicely in the uh, the Toby T-shirts, uh, the warm-ups. Yeah. So those were nice. So, yeah. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Nice win. That's 18, Teach. 18. We're getting close. Six and five in the Big there. 12. Almost there. Other scores Saturday, Kansas over Baylor, 64-61 in Lawrence. Houston, the only team to win on the road Saturday. They beat Cincinnati, 67-62. Man, that one that one looked like Cincinnati had them for a little bit, and then Baylor was able to – or, uh, excuse me, Houston was able to pull it out in the end. Iowa State keeps rolling. They beat TCU, 71-59 in Ames. BYU late over K-State in Provo, 72-66. Texas Tech in Lubbock uh, breaks their three-game losing streak. They beat UCF, 66-59. And Texas, the only blowout winner, uh, they hammered West Virginia, 94-58. Texas continues to have just a bizarre year. Uh, That's, what are they, two and four now at home, I think, in the league? So your updated standings look like this in the Big 12. Houston out front, 8-3. and three. Iowa State alone in second place at 7-3. and three. Kansas in third place at 7-4. and four. Baylor and Texas Tech tied for fourth at 6-4. and four. OU in sixth place alone at 6-5. and five. BYU and TCU tied for seventh at 5-5. Five and five. Texas... Kansas State tied for ninth at five and six. Cincinnati and eleventh. Cincinnati and UCF tied for eleventh at four and six. West Virginia next to the bottom at three and seven. Cowboys at two and nine. Tough week at Baylor tomorrow night. Kansas at home on Saturday afternoon. Uh, what do we got? Seven. Is that right? Seven games to go in the regular season. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Two games tonight, by the way. West Virginia at TCU tonight at 7 o'clock. And then the the good one, uh, at least on paper, Kansas at Texas Tech tonight at 8 o'clock. I'm trying to figure out who I want to win that game. I don't know. I don't think I want either team to win. But I'll watch it anyway. Go Raiders, I think. Hey, today's show brought to you by Redbud Floral. Wednesday is Valentine's, guys. Make sure you have taken care of your business. And Redbud Floral can help you. Locally owned in Norman, redbudfloralok.com. They'll do deliveries today, tomorrow, or on Valentine's Day, or you can pick up any day until 6 o'clock at the shop. Stop in. They've got pre-made bouquets and plants ready to go. Flesh, uh, flesh, fresh flowers. Flesh flowers is something entirely totally different. different. Totally different. Fresh flowers. Or if the wife or girlfriend doesn't like flowers, they got a large selection of 
green plants and blooming plants and tropical plants ready to go. So don't be super late because of the Super Bowl. They will be super sorry because they always sell out. See what I did there, Teach? Actually, they did it. It's on the copy. So go to <laughs> redbudfloralok.com or you can call them 405 292 0758. 747 on a Monday morning. We'll hit the text line next. Back after this. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour of the T Row in the Morning Show. Several different areas that they're working in. You see Crohn's disease, dermatitis, arthritis, different cancers, multiple other areas. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-4905. I just went Clorox wipe to the board during that commercial break. I'll just say some of you around here are disgusting, okay? Hmm. No, it's not me. It's not me because I'm very clean, but otherwise... Was there food or snot, or what's the deal? I don't know what it is. Food, snot, just dirty hands, just, you guys are disgusting. Like I said, it obviously can't be me. I'm very clean. Uh, so I won't take blame for any of it. Uh, let's see here. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Who's the ref that we've lost like 10 of 11 from when he's officiating? Was that the guy calling Saturday's game? No, Doug Sermons. Yep. Doug Sermons OU's a 1 and 10 in their last 11 that he's officiated in the Big 12. No, OU won Saturday. That's how you know whether Doug Sermons was the official or not, TJ. <laughs> but I am worried. We haven't had him in several games in a row now. It feels like we're getting him this week they're at just, some point. They're saving him up for these last uh, five, six games. It feels of the year, like yeah. either Baylor or Kansas, we're going to get Doug. These are both quad one games this week, so, you know, uh, I don't know. I guess I have no point other than they're both valuable if you could win them. Not going to kill you if you lose them, but let's let's just go win them, you know. This texter says, Porter and the lady ref haven't gotten along all year. Yeah, she, she rung him up earlier in the year. Oh, that's right. That was her, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't her really not getting along. Saturday she gave the, the tea part. to Jalen Moore. Uh, the next two were Maxwell. Okay. He gave the tea to Tegan. I thought he, gave he was the all to three for Godwin. some reason. So. Okay. No. And then I don't remember on the John Hughley. It doesn't matter. That was everybody in the arena saw that. He's honestly, I thought it was going to be a flagrant too. I thought they were going to kick him out. It looked to me like he came elbow high to the head and then kind of reinforced it a little bit and I was like oh boy and I, I don't think they put him back in either did they I think they went either north weather or the small line or small lineup yeah. the rest of the way I, I don't think he came back in because at, yeah at one point Bronx even commented on that and said what's going on they don't have Hughley or anybody in there and I said oh this is a smaller lineup that they go with sometimes with Jalen Moore playing the five so um, yeah, he was playing pretty good, too. Like, he had just scored before that, but obviously his emotions were running high. Uh, Paris Sooner is in with his advice for the day of, for coach. Uh, Hit your free throws free and throws. clean up turnovers, and bad officiating is nullified. Thank you very much. Thanks, Who was Paris, that? Paris Sooner. Thank you. Paris Sooner? <laughs> yes. I'm guessing out of Paris, Texas. Yeah. Make What was the advice again? Make free uh, throws. Make your free th- hit your free throws and clean up the turnovers. I don't think we had how many turnovers did we have? 
Uh, let's see here. They had 12 10? for the game. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a little higher than you'd like, yeah. Um, they right, took so, care, but the advice they took is make the turnovers, well. make the free throws. Make the free throws. Make the free throws. Yes. Okay, I'll pass that along. Uh, yeah, yeah, OSU only had six. They were very clean on the road. So. Yeah, they were. Uh, dear Toby, I love when you do X, but have you ever thought about doing something a little different? <laughs> LOL. Oh, X that was in reference to the Pam. That yeah. was just okay. a general. I'm, I'm thinking X the drug, and I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. no. They were they were laughing about the text that said, "I, I love it when you, you say yeah. Bam." I Have you ever thought about saying I'm with you now. We I'm get that a lot. Now. We get a lot. Honestly, I don't. I I like it because sometimes you guys think of something that I never would have thought of. I've I've used some stuff that you guys have said before, nicknames or things or whatever, but. Not all of my ideas are good. Not all of your ideas are good. So it's got to feel natural, you know. I'll I'll workshop the boomer thing. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard. It's not. It's oh, it's not terrible. No, but I don't know that it, in a quick pace situation, it it's two syllables runs as well as bam. Right? Yeah. So, um, but so is got it. Got it is two syllables, and I say that a lot. Knock the bottom out of it is like 14 syllables, and I say that a lot. So I got time to say boomer. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I sneezed too hard while watching the game from my couch, and I was a bit worried the refs were going to tee someone up. Oh, boy. Just uh, Here's the deal. Just don't do it in the general direction of an OSU fan in your neighborhood. That's what you got to you gotta make sure of, okay? Good morning, Toby and TJ. Really enjoyed the show on Friday. Congratulations on the milestone. Would you please share the story of the bumper music that is played at the start of the 8 a.m. segment? I'm not sure I'm hearing the lyrics correctly. Dr. Stickman. I don't know if that's a joke. Gotta be a joke. From a longtime listener or if he's gotta be a joke. (laughs) Dr. Stickman's been listening for so long, that's gotta be a joke. Uh, how does Sooner baseball eligibility change for the Arlington baseball tourney as we move from Big 12 to SEC? 